it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it. Before we get to our guest, a quick message from our sponsor. We've talked a lot about Mike Lindell's products at MyPillow.com. The quality is just amazing, and everything he makes lasts forever. He's got a new product out right now that the summertime customer will just absolutely love. We've all had the slippers, and the quality on those is amazing. People rave about them. He's got the three layers of comfort, where he's morphed that technology into the summertime sandals. They look like Crocs, but they're much more comfortable and long-lasting. Again, the proprietary three-layer technology that will give you extreme comfort in these sandals to wear around uh, for the rest of your summers, actually. So how can you get these? You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CDM to get the massive discounts he has on for the launch of this product. But just don't look at the sandals. Mike has over 600 products. If you're looking for household goods or apparel, don't go to the big box communist retailers that support the cabal. Support the Patriots, support CDM.press using pro, promo code CDM and get the best discounts available at MyPillow.com. And now let's get to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have with us our good friend, Colonel John Mills, U.S. Army retired. Welcome to the show, John. Todd, always an honor to be with you. Thank you very much. So we are here for a special purpose. Uh, the Colonel has is launching a new book. And I'm going to put the title up here or show it real quick. It's called The Nation Will Follow. I'll show that a couple of times here during this interview. But I think you had a very, um, I guess, bird's eye view of what was happening during the coup before and after. And I'm just going to let you talk because you can tell it better than I can. But we really want people to understand this story and to get your book, of course, and, and su support the Patriot Movement. So go ahead, John, tell us, tell us what happened. Yeah, thank you, Todd. Well, uh, it was uh, beginning in early 16. I really realized something was going on in, in uh, top level meetings. We were beginning to get these rumors of, uh, it was always, when, when the Biden, when the Obama Biden's in, it's always Russia. It's always Russia. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and where were these same folks during the Cold War when it wasn't Russia and it was all a lie and we were just a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, reactionary uh, right wingers. Okay, so now everything's Russia, even though it's really China. Of course, we've talked about that at length. Yeah. Uh, so, so the uh, but things really started to turn hot. There was a cyber response group that I helped create several early, uh, several years earlier, and I had kind of been eased on over to, into some other work. And uh, but the CRG was the one who kept on reporting out all this. Uh, uh, Russia thing into the election starting in early 16. Okay, so this mm. is starting to get interesting, but also I believe this is the same group that actually did the unmasking. Uh, so more on that so later. Samantha Powers and all that crowd, huh? 
Yes, yes. I think mm-hmm. as, uh, as I had been eased out, uh, I think clearly they were up to doing the unmasking, but it was all this tee-hee, tee-hee rushes l- looking into the uh, campaigns. But then I had a, a, a run-in on the A-ring in the Pentagon, the innermost ring in the Pentagon. I'm rushing to a meeting. Somebody else is rushing to a meeting, and I run into them. And they, uh, they had been a Bush appointee, Bush W., we have seconds to make our meetings and I just, but I had known this person for years, looked at him as a friend and mentor. And I just said, Hey, upcoming convention, you're going to support Trump, right? This changed my life. He said, Nope, Nope. We see more opportunities with her. And I just, wow. I just like, what, what? I mean, as, I, as in opportunities for themselves, I would imagine. I came right back at him. I was just furious. I mean, just in a mm-hmm. split second. I mean, we're not supposed to, we're supposed to be slow to anger. In a split second, I was furious. I got right in his face. Who is we and what opportunities do you see? Mm-hmm. Right. This is, this is, and, and so he went his way. I went my way. I said, we got a problem. Something. Yeah. yeah. So this was just unbelievable. And I said, this guy, I can't believe it. This guy's supposed to be a conservative. Like, Cheney. Okay. So fast forward the camera, October, early October, I'm on a flight to London for a five eyes information sharing meeting and look around a couple of people. Hey, there's a retired Lieutenant general. I used to work with really closely, talked to him for a while on the flight, turned around again. And well, there's somebody, uh, a retired senior federal law enforcement official who is uh, uh, a friend, a uh, mentor, uh, somebody I really looked up to and respected and uh, had uh, I worked with, sat, sat across from at the at the White House, uh, Eisenhower Executive Office building. Uh, what was it? 40, 4435 or whatever the, the on the fourth floor in the EEOB. Hey, you know, great. Mm-hmm. Great to see you. I had a great talk and uh, uh, walked Walked, talked with him through customs, and then we went on our way. Never could quite figure out. He wouldn't share why he was in, in uh, London. So a couple of nights later, I'm at a dinner. I'd been invited. Uh, a mutual friend of ours had, uh, was having a dinner in London. And so I went to it, and, and, and the person was there. I don't name their name because of, I, I'll tell you later, I made a major submission and, and submissions to uh, and mm-hmm. contributions to the Durham investigation. So uh, uh, he was at the at the dinner, and he very uncharacteristically and very passionately, over emotionally, over the top, because we had to all introduce ourselves, what we were passionate about. And he said, "Trump is a Russian asset. We're going to prove it." And I'm going, "What? Wow. What?" People got to remember historically, Russia was not a story in October. It was a very insignificant story, if if anything. And, October 16. And, and the room was filled both mostly with globalists and elitists and, uh, and you know, full, full transparency. I mean, I was, I was a Trump supporter. I didn't, but I was on professional mission here. You know, I kept my feet sure. to myself. And, uh, but I said, most, most people in the room were like guffawing and like, what are you talking about? What is it? What is this Russia Trump thing? I mean, and Hillary's going to be, there's no way Trump's going to win anyway. So this is a total joke. And uh, everybody is going, okay, I have never seen this person like this before. I mean, this is like aggressively over the top. Trump is a Russian asset and we're going to prove it. And I'm going, oh, well, you're retired for one thing. So who is we? Again, here's mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Who's we? I'm going, this is, this, is, this is going south real quick. What in the world's going on? 
Well, fast forward the camera again, uh, just a few days after the election, I'm called on the uh, top secret phone and said, hey, we, John, we need you. You have to be on this group. We're standing up an interagency working group. We need you on uh, so that we can finalize the Russia story and uh, delay or block the inauguration of Trump. And I got you got to be you got to be kidding me. This is absolute Mm -hmm. insanity. I said, I can't. This, this, I, I don't even know how to explain this or describe it. I mean, this is this is, and again, you know, at that time, I'm I'm again, I'm, a, I'm a professional. I'm a professional career. I was a career civil servant at the time. Hey, you know, okay, I'm a professional. John, I don't think people realize how far the whole professionalism thing has shifted. I mean, when yeah. we were when I was in the military, you didn't do that. I mean, if you did that, you were gone, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, so it's the overturn window has shifted so far that. Uh, you know, it seems like normal behavior now for a military or law enforcement official to act that way. That's part of the book. Uh, the nation yeah. will follow is about the mm-hmm. deep state and the and you know the different elements of the deep state. It also has an action plan, and we'll get to that mm-hmm. here. Okay, uh, okay. Appreciate Steve Steve Bannon did did mm-hmm. the preface here. It's action, mm-hmm. action, action. This is not just, mm-hmm. just this is not just my my uh, 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 what what I witnessed. Modern day Whitaker Chambers, you know, modern. Yeah. modern out of the communists at State Department in the 40s and 50s. But so I said, this is crazy. So long story short, uh, we ran an intel community assessment. The unclassified version is available on the DNI's website. I urge everybody to go and read it. And uh, but, you know, the problem was in that process, you write the document, you come together as an interagency team, you write the document, and then it goes right back to your departments and agencies for staffing and uh, department slash agency approval. So when it comes back to me, and I'm I'm reading through this, and it had been uh, it was dramatically different than than what we had put together. But essentially, uh, I was supposed to staff this for the Secretary of Defense signature. I was one of the mm-hmm. senior reviewers, and I and I you know to my immediate boss, I just said you know hey, um, ma'am, I just looking at this, I have to my recommendation is non concur, and it was mm-hmm. it was like you know, John. Don't worry about it. Cease the staffing action. Ashkar is already signed because, and this is what's so critical, Comey and Brennan are personally hands on keyboard preparing wow. this ICA. I mean, this is like, I mean, what? You, you never have a director or secretary of any department or agency personally typing things like this. That's what you have a staff for. You know, that's ridiculous. So, um, I, I, this is insane. So Ash Carter signed off because Comey and Brennan were personally signing. Now I had to update my statement to the Durham uh, investigation when Ratcliffe and Grinnell declassified that, those facts. Comey and Brennan knew summer of 16, the whole steel dossier, um, uh, uh, fusion GPS uh, story was fake and that, there was no story. It was a fake story. Yet when Trump won, they went into overdrive. And then my to push it. And my my colleague who I'd seen in London, the uh, when I because I was asked to do a comprehensive timeline, a comprehensive timeline of events, and I did a very comprehensive timeline of events. And I had to redo it because as, as 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 I as I did it, more things would trigger in my mind. Other facts would come out. I had to update it a number of times. But my colleague in London, the only con- even 
the only conclusion I could come to was that they were sent to London to, uh, um, uh, at, even though they were retired at the behest, they were good friends with James Comey and that Crossfire Hurricane was accelerated in very early October as an insurance policy. And the only conclusion I can come to is Comey sent them to London to coordinate with Gina Haspel, mm. chief of station, CIA chief of station in London and, yep. and, and the fusion GPS. Uh, so you, you had a really, uh, you, you can confirm that they were acting nefariously during this period in your book, right? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. So I, we're I, talking I, about the nation will follow. Let me put the book back up here. Um, you can get it. Uh, where, where can they get the book, John? Real quick. Thank you so much. The nation will follow.com. That brings you to the hard, uh, hard copy, uh, hard cover copy, uh, uh option. Uh, mm -hmm. it can also bring you to uh, Amazon for the Kindle book. And we will mm -hmm. have a, uh, um, a, uh, uh, the, the red book, uh, audio book I'm doing, I'm doing the taping for that now. So it'll be three options, but you can get the hard co cover the nation will follow.com that'll also bring you to Amazon. And then we're going to also have up the audio book. But yeah, I document this. I mean, there's many mm -hmm. things. This is just a, this is just the very tip of the iceberg. There's a number of things I can't say. And part of the agreement was that uh, I can't mention anybody's name who hasn't been publicly announced as part of the investigation. But I mean, this is important stuff. And it took me when I realized things were going on in 2016, I'm, I'm going, this is just insanity. And I try, I, I, I'm, I'm, I follow the law. I always, yeah, sure. I always follow the law and, you know, trying to, trying to get the attention of the inspector generals of department of defense, of uh, department of justice, of FBI, of uh, trying to uh, talk to a number of members of uh, house and Senate uh, member staff and committee staff trying to trying to get people that we got a, we got a problem we got a serious problem and uh, so that's obviously become very apparent even to the american people now after the trump raid so my question has always been how did they get in so deep and so wide i mean obviously money blackmail that's that can get a few people but how did they get the grundoons down the chain to to push this thing as well and not ask questions and you know say yes sir and go on uh, yeah, you have any thoughts on that? Uh, Grundoon is a very underused word, and so I'm going to mm -hmm. use it much from, from now on. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's Grundoons that if mm -hmm. you talk to them, many of them will say, okay, I'm not a deep stater, I'm doing my duty, but it is so obviously tilted in one direction that, yeah. that the, the basic nature of big government is to grow get big government. And that is essentially, you know, so anything. So they saw Trump as a threat, and you think. It's just a natural organism reaction of the, of, the, of the state to yeah. that threat. Trump was a existential threat to the status quo. And everybody in government uh, uh, benefits from government and growth of government and the contractors mm -hmm. and everybody. So anybody who dares question the thesis and overturns the model is a threat. So every, everybody immediately closes ranks and it's a wall of silence predominantly. And uh, they say, because this, this, this is going to change. This is, this is human behavior 101. Anytime somebody comes on the scene 
to change the dynamic, there will always be a, a body or group of, of, of interests that will feel threatened and will do whatever it takes to perpetuate their model because it it's a pretty good gig. Yeah, that's become apparent. And they're willing, what, what I don't get is they're willing to throw away their children and grandchildren's future to a life of totalitarianism. Uh, that, I, that I can't accept and, and don't, even if you've made a lot of money, I, I don't understand that. Uh, yeah, I, I, can't wrap, I can't wrap my brain around that. I, I just have a, a good good friend, mm -hmm. a senior executive. I'm not going to say which department or agency they're with. who just retired and uh, uh, went to the uh, parent company of uh, Facebook. And I said, oh, come on, come on. You can't do that. You're on the other team, yeah. man. You can't be doing that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I go, hey, I came out of a life, a, a career civil servant. Hey, I want to make some big money. And I go, when is enough is enough? I mean, this is, this yeah. is insanity. How can somebody, I don't want any filthy lucre. I don't want any of this. And, you know, we're simple people and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're doing reasonably well as is. I don't, I, well, I just, we have to, we have to rebuild our economy. So people like you can get your word out and, and get the book out and, and, and profit from putting the work in to put the story on paper. I mean, we're capitalists at heart. I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. We have to be, we have to have that chance, you know? So and they and they've shut us down in many ways, but we're trying to work against that. So tell us about the action plan you mentioned. Well, so this is I was inside. A number of people mm -hmm. have talked about the deep state. I mean, I'm one of the few who was actually inside the deep state, not a uh, political appointee looking down mm -hmm. on the deep state or outside trying to look through the foggy uh, window, a dirty window. I was inside, but mm -hmm. I say like, I always say, so what? I mean, it's always about action 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 as uh, our friend likes to say and that's i've written thousands of memos uh for the white house for the secretary of defense it always has to be an action so not just a historian of what happened what do we do about it actionable mm -hmm. actions clear and actionable so as i studied this i and i and i really started studying elections after the disastrous 2019 elections in virginia not 2020 2019 and I began to teach myself and understand the election process. And the Virginia Election Code is 24.2. Actually, shocking, I began to read it. And I began to understand the application of it. And one thing I realized, very few politicians on either side, very few, very few people in the process understand the process. And I began to realize, you know, because I would begin to find a lot of significant discrepancies, issues, uh, with the voting process, not just in Virginia, because I did this, uh, you know, my, my group started to grow and I had people calling in from all across the nation. And this is this is early uh, 2020. We haven't even really hit. And but I knew we were headed for a disaster in 2020. So so and I started writing memos for the Department of Justice about how to address. There's actually very few federal laws on, on elections. But the action plan is simple. The more I studied it, the more I realized it came to the intuitive conclusion. The American constitutional system is based on the county, the mm -hmm. county. Okay. And if the Census Bureau is essentially the uh, 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 source for, you know, there's roughly 3,300 county or county equivalents. You know, there's some, some places called in Alaska, they're called districts. Other states, maybe they're, they're uh, uh, parishes, okay, but mm -hmm. county or county equivalent. A city can be a, a, a county. Mm -hmm. A voting is based on county. 
our governance is based in, on our county. If the vote is bad or dirty at a county level, it's not going to get better as it goes up the chain. Right. Like 30 of the 3,300 counties that cause problems, but the cancer can and will spread. So it's up to the American citizen to get involved right where they live. And this is where I talk about the seven centers of gravity. They must understand the law, the state regulations, don't wait for a lawyer. A good lawyer will tell you you'll die of old age or go broke waiting for them. The citizen has to read it. You have to understand the role of the registrar, the election board, the county council, the school board, the sheriff, the judges and the prosecutors. Every single county in America has those same seven functional activities. They may be titled differently. They may be a little bit different roles and missions between those seven, but every county, county equivalent has those seven. So American citizens, don't get mad at Washington. Get mad in your own county. Dominate your county. Understand the issues. I, I start, okay, seven is too many. I can't do something. Well, pick one of those seven. Maybe you have a law enforcement background. Yeah. Focus on the sheriff. Do you have a good sheriff? Do you have a constitutional sheriff? Do you have a dirty sheriff? Palm Beach County. <clears throat> so you gotta you gotta really understand these things and and start doing an office call. Do an office call with them. And I've had self-appointed election integrity experts that are lawyers say, Well, I can't do an office call. I'm a lawyer. I'll lose my license. I said, That's right. I'm not a lawyer. And mm -hmm. that's of these things i can visit i can visit the judge i can visit the prosecutor i'm not a lawyer okay mm -hmm. so citizens because these these uh, uh uh folks they act very differently when they know they're being watched and they're being held accountable even if they're clean they because right. you, you'd be amazed how few of these folks ever open the the state code regarding their roles and responsibilities. It's it's a shocking. Everybody just operates off of memory. Oh, that's what 24.2 in Virginia says. Well, really, let's hold it. I've caught lawyers on a number of occasions. Let's open 24.2. Where does it say that? Can't find it. Well, yeah, it means that in spirit. No, 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 no. It has to say that mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. so, so that's a citizen responsibility. And there's a parallel effort called the Precinct Project, which is wonderful. Right. And that's excellent. And that's about really, in many ways, holding the party accountable, and and really. So I'm I'm not I'm not focused on account. I try to stay out of politics at the county level. You know, I think the precinct project. You're just the, saying be involved, no matter where. Be involved yeah. in the other seven. Mm -hmm. A a county party like a county GOP. That's not one of those seven. I just mentioned the seven. Mm -hmm. That's a different topic. That's the political party of that that county. That's perfect for the precinct project. I'm talking about the other seven that you have to continually, you have to show up anytime there's an open mic session at the county, at the board or the, uh, uh, at the board or the uh, um, county council, the election board, the school board, show up, show up and grab an the op open mic and let it rip during open mic session, be informed, Speak from a position of authority that you know what you're talking about. Don't just 
grab the mic and say crazy things and make all these accusations, but you will, you will immediately establish respect and gravitas. And people will say, oh, wow, this person has spent some time doing their homework. I've right. one time a, 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 a city, a, a mayor from a, a city in New Jersey asked me to call, call in during open mic session because there was a lot of uh, Black Lives Matters and critical race theory uh, advocates, you know, trying to dominate the meetings. And uh, I was handed the mic and I let it rip for 30 minutes. Silence, hmm. silence and response. And then most of those folks never, ever showed up again. Because they never heard anything different. Well, they're not 10 feet tall. In fact, if they have pushback, they typically just slink away unless they're masked up, you know, with a bat and they can do it when nobody's looking. Um, yeah. So. So the book is The Nation Will Follow. It's uh, available everywhere. And uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. And I, I think this is a book that people there's this whole army of people that want to be involved. And I think this is a way to, to help them do that. Right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's my time in the deep state, explaining the deep state, my role as mm -hmm. a modern Whitaker Chambers, and then the action plan for the citizen in their county, right where they live. This is the base. It's going to be a long, hard slog to retake this nation. And that's secure your county and the nation will follow. People want an easy button. I just want to push buttons, push one button and I have election integrity. Look, yeah. it, it took it took the communists in Virginia 11 years to flip Virginia. This is a long, hard slog and grind and a battle of wills. This is not going to be easy. Do we want victory or do we just want an easy button? It's not an and, easy And it's generational. We have to teach our kids so they can pick up the ball and run with it. And we're over the hill. John, thank you for coming on. It's really interesting. And uh, I'm going to read the book and uh, tell everybody to thank you very much. Todd, thank you. Always an honor to be with you. Take care.